Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 78. Hey, when you guys get to listen to this episode, it will be Monday, May 1st, 2017. I cannot believe it is already May. I feel like we just started 2017 and now we're already halfway through it. I know we say this every year, every month, every everything, but it really truly does surprise me every time it goes by this quickly. I don't know. No, I'm just rambling. Uh, well, we have some exciting things going on. First of all, we have a big Mother's Day giveaway that we are really excited to tell you about. We are putting together for one special winner a big basket of fun stuff. We have bath and pampering stuff. We have a piece of jewelry from Vintage Meets Modern. We have a copy of the latest Holland Lane magazine. We have all kinds of good stuff, copies of both the Lose the Cape books. Um, uh, Raywin is providing a uh, an access to her self-love course. And uh, we also have a, a journal um, for the Millennial Mom. And all kinds of other great fun stuff that we are still putting together and going to surprise one lucky listener with we are so excited about it the way you win or the way you enter to win is simple between now may 1st and mother's day anyone who goes uh, goes anyone who goes to itunes and leaves a review for us will be entered to win simple as that we would love if you follow us on itunes but if you go leave us a review uh, you are automatically entered to win We'd love it if you'd follow our page or like our page on Facebook. It's just Lose the Cape. And of course, you know, we're also on Instagram and Twitter, all at Lose the Cape. And we love interacting with people, so don't be shy. Come talk to us. Come let us know which episodes you like, what you don't like, and what you want to hear more of. So let's get right to it with Sarah of Holland Lane Magazine. Happy May. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigworth and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit AubreyMathis.com. Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom, so join us and Lose the Cape. Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy modern moms and dig into their heart, soul, and mind to figure out what is going on to keep them surviving the struggle of the daily juggle. Today, we are super excited to interview Sarah Hartley, who is the creator and editor-in-chief of Holland Lane Magazine, a magazine dedicated to showcasing real life from real women. Hello. That's good stuff. She is a <laughs> wife to Brandon, a mom to Henry, and lives near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where she works full-time as a marketing coordinator. She has loved writing since she first wrote about being the future Mrs. Justin Timberlake as a young girl and has since moved on to writing about her life with her real husband and son on her personal blog. 
Searching for a magazine that featured real life in a beautiful way that would give women a voice and a platform, Sarah set out to create the magazine and has been ecstatic about the response to her mission. In her minimal spare time, she loves to read, have dance parties with her son, and enjoy a beer with her husband at the end of a long week. So basically, Sarah is like our soulmate. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I had the absolute pleasure of not only getting to meet with Sarah, but to sit with her in a mastermind, like at a mastermind table all day long um, on the second day of the Boss Mom Retreat. So it's, yes. it's good to see you again. Yes, you too. Although now we can't hug. We can't hug. <laughs> but we can't. I'm, I'm blowing you kisses. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll hug it out again when, yes, when yes. Boss Mom comes to the uh, East Coast. Yes. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> I keep throwing that in there. Aubrey. San Antonio. San Antonio. <laughs> she really wants it to come to Texas. Um, well, we, we were just having a little bit of a discussion that I wanted to pick back up again because um, for a lot of us that are female entrepreneurs and, and working from home, even if we have full-time jobs outside of the home and come back and try and work at home, we were talking about this week's events with the internet and Trello and all the websites being down for so long and then the, the, the triumphs and tribulations of Wi-Fi and all that jazz. <laughs> uh Man, I don't even know what happened. It was Tuesday, right? We would have been in so much trouble if that had happened on Wednesday because all of our show notes, all of our people's <laughs> interview information, everything is on Trello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Trello being down is like the end of the world to a lot of entrepreneurs. <laughs> I know, it was crazy. Yes. Well, and my Canva was down. I don't know if anybody else's, but the whole time I, it would just spin and spin and spin. I'm yeah. like, how am I supposed to like go on with my day well, <laughs> when Canva is down? Even like, um, y'all know Danielle Roberts. Well, we just published her first book and we were trying to view the, the, the online oh. preview and they host it on Amazon AWS. So it would Ooh. not pull up the book. So we're like, we can't even see the preview. I'm like, okay, just order a print copy. And like, oh. <laughs> who knows when we're going to be able to see it. But, I'd um, say the one good thing about working full time is that I, I wasn't really affected by that during the day. Like it was yeah. annoying, but had I been home and actually trying to work on the magazine, I would have been just like, Oh my, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Absolutely. So it when was I was crazy. at work, I was like, Oh, well that stinks. But you know, hopefully it'll just be fixed by the time I get home. It happened yeah. to be a good day for me because I was doing interviews for the um, writing and publication summit that's coming up. So I, I didn't even notice it because I was I was literally interviewing people all day long. But I did notice it a couple times when I tried to view Danielle's book and I was like, well, maybe create space is just down and all this other jazz. But man, then I got on Facebook and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> this is bigger. Yes. <laughs> this is create space. Holy moly. Last week was just a total shit show for me and the internet. And I thought at first, well, maybe it was like my uh, negative energy and every electronic <laughs> device I touched was just like, I feel like I am the antichrist to technology because if I touch it, it's going to break or it's going to go down. I'm like, okay. And then you have stuff jumping off your walls. That you yes. My whiteboard have- just fell down. Maybe and an then, exorcist. I mean, uh, I mean, a, 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 what are they called? A demon, a spirit. Yeah. Uh, something, something that's haunting you. Something that I need an exorcist for. Whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. Send them my way when you're done. Cause I'm pretty sure my five-year-old has, has a demon that needs to be exercised. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to Sarah. So, um, <laughs> 
So you've been writing ever since you decided you were going to marry Justin Timberlake. How I was. Did that work out for you? <laughs> no, it didn't, it didn't work out so well for me, but you know, maybe someday he's on my list. Yes. You know, the, the list of the five celebrities. Yes. He's yes. down there for me. So uh -huh. if it ever happens, you your know, husband can't I'm say ready. you didn't warn him. Exactly. We're ready. <laughs> and I think awesome. he would take Jessica Biel. So, I mean, it's fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, just go to one of those swingers events exactly. or something. That you know that they're going to be there. Exactly. You know, it'll all work out. I, yeah. I just put it into the universe. That's what people keep telling me. <laughs> Set your intentions. <laughs> Don't come true. Exactly. I keep trying, but you know what? Joe from New Kids on the Block never came to get me from middle school in his limousine either. So, man, I had that same dream. Man, I am not putting it out there the right way. Apparently, <laughs> we'll have to ask NJ. She gets to spend yes. time with new kids periodically. So, yes. Anyway, so at what point in time when you were working full time as a marketing coordinator did you decide I'm going to start a print magazine because that's Easy. <laughs> I have so much time. Okay. So I've, I've always had like these three goals in mind for my life. Like I wanted to own a clothing boutique. I actually have a degree in fashion. That's my bachelor's wow. and I have a master's in business. So, um, I was like, I want to own a clothing boutique and I want to write a novel and I want to have a magazine. Those were like my big three goals. So slightly after my son was born, because that's when you have all the time in the world. <laughs> <Right>. Apparently. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm just going to pick one of these things and go with it. So I was like, well, I can't write a novel because I don't know what I want to write about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't start a clothing boutique because I have no money. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I guess I could just start a magazine because that's probably not that hard. <laughs> so yeah, I decided, you know, I was going to go with the magazine. I had never intended it to be a print magazine. And I also never intended it to, um, to be a, to pay, to charge for it. So I was just going to do a free magazine and it was going to be digital and it was going to be super simple because, you know, that's apparently how it works in my mind. Um, but so I started it, the, the idea and everything kind of started into process in April of 2015. And then the very first issue went out June of 2015. So, um, wow. I didn't realize you'd been around that long. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we basically, we really started picking up steam once I did do print. Um, because I, I apparently, you know, everybody always tells you print is dead. Totally not true. It's not true. It's not true. Um, especially in the world of indie magazines. Um, and I think especially like for my specific type of magazine, because it's, um, very thick, very high quality. Um, the pages, you know, are, are thicker. And so it's not like a grocery store throwaway two ninety nine something. Right. Yeah. It's a gorgeous um, publication. Thank you. Um, so, you know, when I started doing, we did our very first print issue it was our seventh issue. And that was July of 2016, I believe. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing print for, you know, six months or so now, but, um, I, I don't do math. That's probably not six months. I think it's a little longer. It's close enough. I don't do math either. Dude, I don't do math. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's I post I posted. Don't, like, yeah. don't I don't do math. Oh, so um I did that and because people just kept asking me, like, where can I buy this in print? And I'm like, well, you can't. 
Um, but I knew that print is, it's crazy expensive to do. And so until we had an audience kind of built up, I couldn't yeah. even think about doing it. Even now it's literally like, you know, they say you live paycheck to paycheck. We live issue to issue because it is so expensive to print. So um, I'm not printing thousands of copies or anything. I print a certain number and once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So that's so do you do, well, first of all, before I move on to that, I think this is a perfect opportunity for you to go ahead and throw a plug for anybody who's looking to advertise because yes. there may be people in our audience who think that that would be a great way to um, put down some advertising money. So how do we do that? Uh, so we do, we offer advertising that goes into our print issues and our digital within our digital, the ads are actually clickable so they can go right to your website. Nice. Um, and then we also work with our advertisers in different ways, you know, promoting them on social media, putting them in our newsletter. Um, if they buy certain packages, they can take over our communities and stuff like that. So we don't just put somebody in the magazine and then forget about them and just say, hey, thanks for your money. Like we actually want to help businesses grow because as a small business myself, I know how hard that is. Right. So, um, yeah, we, we have a site um, on our website. It's uh, hollandlanemag.com slash advertising. And it, um, you can look at our media kit and our rates and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so right now we are actually looking to book our July issue this okay. year. Great. So, um, yeah. And would you say that um, it's, it's a good place for what? types of businesses and things to advertise. For example, oh. I'll give you an example. I'm hoping to be launching. Let me just cut you off right there. <laughs> Go for it. I am hoping, fingers crossed, that my new novel launches end of June, early July. Would this magazine be a good place for a historical fiction about badass female spies in France in World War II? Okay. Well, first, I want to read that because that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, Me too. I got to finish writing it. <laughs> but yeah, I would say definitely. Our, so our demographic is uh, we... It's in general, um, women who are aged like 25 to 40. We also have readers who are 18. We have readers who are 65, mm -hmm. you know, so we have a very broad range of readers. Um, the majority of our readers uh, work full time. They're not necessarily for themselves, but they do work full time. The majority of them are married with children um, and the majority of them make over $100,000 a year. Okay. So, yep. Yeah, so we have, um, you know, and, and when I've kind of pulled them about their interests and things like that, they, they enjoy reading, they enjoy shopping, they enjoy self care. Um, so, you know, we kind of look for advertisers who kind of fall into those categories, you know, people, the advertisers who kind of make the, the off time of these women more enriched mm -hmm. because, you know, as I know myself, when I have limited free time, I, I only want to deal with products and companies that, you know, are, are going to give me something a little back. Yeah. I can think so. of a lot of people in our community that this would greatly benefit people who do uh, care packages, good podcasts for busy moms. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fantastic. In fact, we were interviewing somebody, and I wish I could remember off the top of my head who it was, <laughs> but we do four of these a week, so sometimes it's hard to keep them straight, four to five a week. Um, but she was going on and on about how much she loved oh, all of my magazine. That? Oh. I was like, I know Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good magazine. 
yeah yeah, I can't remember who it was either but yeah I do remember um but for those of our listeners who may not be familiar with Holland Lane can you kind of give them a little backstory on the magazine itself and I guess that's probably important huh Uh, (laughs) (laughs) true because you're not like it's not like a fact like it's not you know fashion or right, exactly. yeah yes, it's not justin yes. timberlake <laughs> it's not sadly <laughs> although i don't justin think many timberlake. people would complain if you yes, were justin timberlake, if you are listening and you want to be in the magazine <laughs> if you are listening get on the phone and call me man <laughs> yes i'm sure he has a story about heartbreak and britney spears and exactly. i mean he could probably i yes. would be glad to do the photo shoot <laughs> yes, you know I'm, yeah. I'm on it so um, Holland Lane, it's, it's a quarterly publication, and the entire mission behind the magazine is to connect women through honest experiences. And what I mean by that is, um, so for example, I started the magazine, or the, the, con- the concept came to me uh, you know, after I was pregnant, and I had a, a fairly miserable pregnancy, um, in and out of the hospital, preterm labor, all those kinds of things. And um, so, but there was nobody really talking about that. And I started writing about it on my personal blog and got so many comments from readers saying like, thank you for talking about this. Thank you for being honest about it. Because, you know, all we really ever see in the media is people who are just, they're glowing and they're beautiful and their clothes always look fantastic and they're wearing heels. And I'm like, I was throwing up for nine months and, you know, I was only changed out of my sweatpants because I had to go to work. Right. So, um, so you didn't look like Beyonce and her queen (laughs) Carol. didn't sadly no I I mean I I wish I would have but I didn't so you know the entire point behind it is to tell stories like that to tell the stories that people don't talk about in the media so we have stories on um, mental health which is actually our upcoming uh, issue is our spring issue is all about mental health um, we have stories on body image. We have stories on addiction and miscarriage and infertility and things like that. But um, the way that our writers tell them is in such a beautiful way that the idea is to say, I went through this. And if you're going through it, it's okay. It's okay to say me too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's kind of the entire the point behind it is just to be able to say me too, to know that you're not alone out there when it really kind of feels like you are when you're going through some of these things. So, and we interweave these stories with really beautiful photography. Um, and the stories always have like a, you know, an inspiring edge of saying, you know, it's, it's okay. It isn't just, you know, you're going to read the magazine and feel depressed afterwards. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of walking the line of just an all out, depression (laughs) with with still being inspiring and being able to be honest and real. So we've built up this community of people who feel that they are, that they're safe with us and that they can tell us these things. Um, And you're not going to be judged. You're only going to be supported and you're probably going to find somebody else within our community who has gone through it. Love it. Yeah. I got to, I got to blog for you guys back in Mm -hmm. at the new year's and it was something it was the best blog, not the best blog, like you have to read it, but for me to write because I got to kind of release a lot of emotions. And um, I wrote about a friend and she read it and she just wrote back how it helped her too. It was like, it's put out there and now we can get over it. So, um, but yeah, and y'all just made it with the photography. Like you said, your images just beyond the words, the images just make, Oh, it gives you all the fills. So even your Thank Facebook you. group, your 
photography, your branding just is perfect. Thank you. For those of you who don't know, go find her Facebook group <laughs> too, because it's amazing. Yeah. And I, I'm really, really proud. I'm proud of our Facebook group because it's, it's a small community right now. I think there's maybe 450 people in it, but um, I, we actually just this past week had somebody say, I don't know if it's okay for me to put this in here, um, but I thought that you guys might be able to help. And she went on to tell a story about how her friend is going through this really excruciating breakup. And, you know, there's kind of this big backstory about it and stuff. And the fact that she felt safe enough to put it in our community, I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted a community like this where people felt like they had somewhere to go when they really needed to talk to somebody. So I'm glad that, you know, that, that, that was there for her. And then, you know, for our writers too, I've heard a lot that it was, you know, it's been therapeutic to write about their experiences rather than just keeping everything inside. So I, I think want, that's me. I want to write for you guys so badly. I know I've missed the deadline for the next one. So, um. <laughs> our upcoming deadline or our upcoming issue that we're going to be looking for people for is our October issue. Um, so, and that issue is the theme is the heart. Uh, so we're kind of looking like relationships and things like that. Um, Girl, do I have some stuff for you? <laughs> I, I can, I assume we're going to be getting a ton of submissions for this. I think it's yeah. probably going to be a bigger issue for us. Um, yeah. But uh, so that will be open in the summer. Okay, so when great. people, if people want to look for it, it'll be open in the summer. We announce it in our newsletter and on our social media channels. So, um, but the best thing is about being the boss of it. I can decide if I want it to be <laughs> right. I can be like, you know what? We have so many great submissions. We're going to make it 200 pages or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> now, do you pay your writers? We do not. That's okay. Actually, nobody on the team is paid, myself included. Wow. Uh, none of us are getting paid for this, which is amazing to think about the fact that I have a team. Uh, there's yeah. four of us total on the team. Uh, two of them have been with me since issue one, have wow. never gotten paid, and they're wow. still sticking around. Wow. So it's a true passion project. So, yeah. <laughs> It is absolutely, yeah, 100% like, you know, they, they believe in the mission and, you know, people are, are just kind of happy to contribute to something that's helping other people. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so great. Um, so in terms of um, people submitting, what do mm -hmm. you like to see? What kind, is there a specific kind of pitch that you like to see or um, how, how do you go about that? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, we actually, um, this is another shameless plug, but we actually just wrote an ebook about how to get published in a magazine. And within the ebook, there are specific uh, specifics to us to pitch to us. Um, one of the big things is for us, and this is specifically for us. Um, we, I don't want to get emails in between issues of your pitch because I get so many emails in a day that I will forget that you have sent me something. So when we do open up for submissions, like I mentioned, we, we put it on our newsletter, we put it on our social media channels and say that we are now open for submissions. We have a form that you fill out uh, right on our website that um, you'll submit uh, like a two paragraph summary of what you want to write about. Um, I don't give any specifics about what I would like to see in the issues. I just give you a theme and then kind of let you go from there because um, I really want your interpretation of the issue. So um, like for our upcoming issue about mental health, I just said the theme is the mind. And then we just got a bunch of submissions about, you know, around that kind of topic. And then I think it's interesting too, because you get, 
so many different types of stories because you aren't giving specifics of, you know, I want to see a, an issue about or an article about uh, anxiety and I want to see one about addiction. You know, it's just very open-ended. That's great. Aubrey. So you work full time. You look like time. you had something on your head. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Because here I am, like, drinking Red Bull, and, like, I don't work full-time. Yeah. Um, you work full-time. I do. You run a magazine. I do. You're a mom and I a wife. I am. How do you even – I'm not even going to say balance because I'm sure that's out there's the window. No no, How do you no seesaw that? <laughs> How do you – well, um, I don't know is the honest answer. Um, there are days where I feel very on top of everything and I'm like, today was a great day. And there are other days where I come home and I am in tears because I feel like I'm drowning. Um, I go to work. I work every day from 7.30 to 4 and then I pick up my son. Um, and so we're home by about 4.30. Um, I try not to work until he is in bed for the night around 8 or 8.30. Um, but that doesn't always happen because life, <laughs> um, and you know, there are orders that have to be sent out and there are issues that have to be designed. And I, I don't want to go to bed every night at 1am and have to get up at six the next day. So, um, I have a very, very supportive husband who, you know, will look at me on those days that I'm drowning and say, do you need to work for a little bit? And I say, yes, please. And he will keep my son occupied. Like he's actually doing right now while we're, we're talking, <laughs> um, you know, so, or he helps me, um, you know, the, when the issue first goes out and I have that first big rush of orders, he sits there on the floor with me and he individually wraps every single issue and wow. he puts stickers on things and he puts things in envelopes. And so if you ever get one that's slightly crooked, I'm going to blame that on him. But if it wasn't for him, um, I, if he, if I didn't have his support, I wouldn't keep doing this because there's, there's so much that goes into this mm -hmm. that it would not be possible. So, um, you know, I would say on average, probably about two nights a week, I will work while my son is awake. The other times after that, I try to work maybe one or two other nights. Um, and then there's also a couple nights in there where I just want to hang out with him or I just want to stare at a wall or, you know, take a <laughs> bath or something. Yeah. So that's what we do. Um, and then I also just have a really amazing team. Like I mentioned before, um, Mia and Jess are the, are the two who have been with me from the beginning. Um, Jess runs our Facebook, actual, the official Facebook page. Um, Mia is my editorial manager. So she works with all of our contributors. And so when you have written for us, I'm sure you've talked with Mia. Um, and so Love she takes Mia. care of, everybody does because she's amazing. Um, so she takes care of, you know, the deadlines and the reaching out to contributors. And she actually fully books our blog. I don't have anything to do with our blog. Um, she edits each issue after I've done it, those types of things. And then in October of this past year, I brought on an assistant for my, just for myself. And that has been amazing. Her name is Madison. And so she has taken off my plate, the little tiny things that they don't seem like they would take up a lot of time, but they do. Um, you know, she creates Pinterest graphics for us and she sets up the blog posts and she responds to, um, you know, contact submission forms that we get in and, and things like that. So that I'm able to focus on the, the designing of the issues and the, the networking and like the overarching things that go into running the magazine. Now, 
Uh, here's so, a question yeah. for you. How mm -hmm. did you manage to convince all these people to work for you for free? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I, I honestly, God, I have told every single one of them that they're like special unicorns who need to be cloned because I don't know how this has happened. Yeah. Um, when I very first started looking for people, I just put a call out on um, my blog, so my personal blog, social media, and just said, I'm looking for some help, you know, just a little bit of like social media help or whatever. Cause at that time, that's all I thought I needed was just social media help. <laughs> um, and Mia and Jess had been followers of my personal blog. And so they reached out and said, yeah, I'd love to help. And you know, they, each of them, I'd say they work probably about 10 hours a week, five to 10. Um, so I, I don't bombard them with things because I don't right. feel it's fair to, to be like, Hey, you're pursuing my dream, but here's 25 hours of work for you. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably would if I asked them to, because they're that amazing. Wow. Um, but yeah, so, and then Madison came on and, and I just said, you know, I'm, I can't pay you. I can't pay anybody. And they just, you know, they're, as I said before, they're behind the mission. They're, they're interested in seeing where it goes. And I'm, I think that they're probably hoping that at some point we'll all be paid because I'm yeah. hoping that too. <laughs> so your goal is definitely to take this like bigger and full time for you, right? Yeah. I don't, I'm not somebody who needs to make a, a million dollars a year. You know, I, my goal is I would love to be able to do this full time if only to save myself some sanity. Um, and also because I would love to be able to be home with my son during the day. Um, and I also want to be able to pay my team for their time. It would be great to pay the contributors in the future too, for, for being willing to share their stories and the photographers that we work with as well. Um, but, but that's kind of my immediate goal is to get, you know, to be able to do this full time because I think then I'll be able to grow it even bigger and reach more women. Um, and also to pay the, the people who really are helping me do this. Absolutely. So, Amazing. Um, in terms of, uh, you mentioned that you're also running the blog in terms of submitting for the blog, is that a completely different process or do you take things that don't make it into the print magazine, but that you really liked and use them for the blog or what's that? Like, yes, absolutely. We, um, we were, we did just have open submissions at any time, but we were getting so many that then things were getting lost and there were so yeah. many amazing stories in there that we wanted to be able to tell them. So right now, and we might open it up again in the future, but right now submissions are just completely closed. And so we work with the stories that haven't made it into the magazine. And it's really hard for us to choose what goes into the magazine because they're all amazing stories. Mm -hmm. We have to kind of look at what we've already featured or right. what's going into the issue or what we think would resonate best with our readers kind of thing. So um, anything that doesn't make it into the magazine, Mia goes back through and rereads everything and decides if it will be good for the blog. And then she kind of reaches out to people. And if it needs to be tweaked a little bit to fit better with the blog, she'll do that as well. And, and we kind of go from there. And I can tell you as someone who's been writing for print publications for five years now, that if you're really interested in getting into the magazine, one of the best things you can do is go back and look at old issues. Uh, Absolutely. To see, what, to see what kinds of stories make it, to see what's been featured, to make sure you're not submitting the same kind of stuff. So with that being said, do you have archives of the print magazine where people can actually go back and look at, a, at an old copy? Um, most of our, I'm happy to say, most of our print issues are sold out. Um, but we do have um, a digital pack where you can get every single issue that we've printed or that we've done in digital form. Okay, so, great. and then, you know, any, 
any of those digital, the, the digital is going to be around forever. So, you know, those can always be purchased on our website and go back through. That was actually one of the things that we mentioned on our ebook as well is to go back through and look at what they've featured in the past. You know, if somebody pitches me now moving into our 13th issue with something that was printed in our first issue, that's totally fine. Right. But, you know, go back through and look at their last few issues and see, okay, well, they just did a story about this, so they're probably not going to do one in the next issue or two. You know, and, and the same thing with the blog. You know, we're, we're not going to publish something that's nearly identical to what we published the month before. Great. Cool. I just, like, I can't even wrap my mind around trying to publish and, and do a, a print magazine. I mean, it's, it's crazy <laughs> enough trying to run a collaborative blog that nearly killed me and there's no print or anything involved with that. I just, I can't even imagine how you get it all done. Well, and you're also in some stores, correct? We are in a couple. We are yeah. in a couple. Yes. Um, we are in oh, just three of them right now. Um, and so those are, are listed on our website as well. But, um, I am very OCD about our packaging. <laughs> so I, like I said, I, I individually wrap every single issue that goes out, the print issues, obviously. Um, and I handwrite a note to every single person that orders. My gosh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm adding more work. Lose the cape. Sister, just lose it. You'll be okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I just, I add more work to myself. It's ridiculous. But I, I think it's very important to let people know through my writing to them that I sincerely appreciate them spending their money with me. Yeah. I know that magazines are kind of a luxury item. You know, if you don't have money this month, you're not going to buy a magazine. So the people who do spend their money with us, that's amazing to me. Like something that I've created, you want, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that you feel as loved as I feel when you purchase an issue. So I, I do that. Um, and I forgot the point of what we were talking about with this. <laughs> what, what, what did you ask, Aubrey? Didn't you ask something? Uh, that she gosh. was in books, bookstores. Oh, in stores. On the shelves. <laughs> That's right. So without, you know, without being able to do that when the issues are on the stores, it's, it's, it's hard for me because then I can't thank these people. And I, I don't even then know who is purchasing because I, I don't get any kind of you know, record of them or anything. So it's, it's great that we're in stores and I'd love to be in other stores, but at the same time, I'm okay with where we are right now yeah. and being able to do these extra little things for our customers. Um, that's actually one of the compliments I get the most is that, oh my gosh, this was individually wrapped and you wrote me a note. Right. <laughs> so it's, I, it's amazing how, how far personalization goes. It is. Yeah. I mean, when I get per when I get packages in the mail that have somebody has taken the time to write me something, I'm like, Oh, well, that's so nice. I know. It makes me love the company a little bit more. I ordered something from, um, vintage meets modern with Veronica oh, and uh, she is amazing. And I was so like blown away when I got this sweet little package and everything was wrapped and there was a personal note and a letter on how to, I mean, it was just amazing. I was like, this is, this is really cool. That's the kind of stuff yeah. that keeps you, keeps people coming back for more. Exactly. Yes. In such mm -hmm. an impersonalized world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that is so but cool. when you have grown and you're sitting next to O Magazine, we will understand if we don't get a personal note because, you know, we all have big goals for ourselves. And I think as women, especially on this podcast, we all have big goals for the ladies that come on here. And I hope to see you one day next to 
next to O. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we had, uh, we had, and it was like one of the greatest days of my life. We had, um, we were sitting on a bookshelf in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, and we were sitting next to like Kinfolk and Real Simple, like right in between the two. And I was like, holy crap, that's my magazine right there. Oh yeah. my God. That, so that was, it was very cool. Awesome. So, but I'm, I'm okay with our, with our small little community that we have going right now. Yeah. That's so great. So um, how do you manage to like, just take some time for yourself? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> no. Um, I, you know, I, I do every single night before I go to bed, whether, whether it's for five minutes or a half hour, I read and it's not a business book. It's something completely mindless that I can just get into. Um, so I do that every single, it does not matter how tired I am. My husband will be like, can you just like go to bed? I'm like, no. <laughs> Because I have to get out of my head. Yeah. So that's, that's something I do every single night. Um, those nights where I do feel like I'm drowning, if I don't take the opportunity to work, I'll just go take a bath mm. or I will just turn off my phone and I will just play on the floor with my son. Um, as you know, as you mentioned earlier, I, I love dance parties with my son. Um, so, and actually when we got home from the boss mom retreat, I had, I walked in and we had turned on Pandora and uh, he goes, mommy, pick me up and dance with me. Oh, so I did that. And he wrapped his little arms around me. He goes, I missed you. And I was like, oh. Oh. So anytime now that he asked me to pick him up and dance with him, I will stop whatever I, I don't care what I'm doing. I will stop what I'm doing and pick him up and dance with him because that is something that always makes me feel better. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. How old is he now? He just turned three. Oh, he's yes. still in the Good suite. luck with that. <laughs> well, yeah. so he, he right now alternates between being like the sweetest boy in the world or the devil. Yeah. Three yeah. major. It's yes. Oh, it's, it's not, it's a real Somebody thing. once told me that because, you know, you get told as a parent, oh, terrible twos, terrible twos. And they're like, mm. no, threes are twos with experience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, had, we had no problems with him until he was like just shy of three months. And then he became crazy. I'm like, what <laughs> happened to my sweet little boy? Yes. <laughs> yes. So it gets, but literally like the day they turn four, it's like, they're out of it. I mean, it's they're still going to so be intense, but. Oh, I don't know. I've got one that's five <laughs> and she's still a three-nager. Oh, well no, no, no. My five is past the three-nager and she's just on to 15. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Maybe it's a girl thing. I've heard that boys are a little easier for yeah. a while. Yeah. I, I well, admit. and yeah. Alexa, both of ours are the baby and they have a special place in our heart. Yes. <laughs> so yes. we don't want it. We don't get on to <laughs> baby. That, that's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And mine was a super micro preemie. And yeah. Yeah. She's got yeah. a lot of uh, reasons why she's a spoiled little brat, but we love her so <laughs> yes. much. Well, so does Ruby. <laughs> Ruby does too. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. So we never really talked about your location. Where can people actually find you? What's your, what's your website? Uh, hallandlanemag.com. So, um, it's H O L L. I know a lot of people search hall, like H A L L. Cause I didn't think things through when I need the magazine. Um, so, but it's hallandlanemag.com and that's, we're the same thing across all social channels too. So it's at hallandlanemag. Okay. And why did you name it Holland Lane? It's actually a play on the cross streets of my house. Okay. Um, and so the idea behind it is kind of that 
first of all, it's, it's where my dream came true of, of having a magazine and owning my own home. Cause I've never owned a home before, but it's also like, if you think about the types of stories that we tell, you talk about them in your home, you know, that's, it's kind of your safe space. So it kind of is, is twofold there about, you know, how we, how we, how I came up with that, I guess. I love that. Well, and it's a good thing you have like really cool street names because I live in the country <laughs> and it would be like 939 County Road, <laughs> 8081. Right. You know? it's not as, it doesn't flow like it Holland Lane. It doesn't have the same ring. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fine. It's destiny then. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking your time out. We recorded this on a Sunday so that we could all be here together and I appreciate you taking time out of your weekend. Oh, well, thank you for doing it on a weekend since I can't do it at normal people times. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. This is a great interview. Well, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, too. Thanks for listening. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review, and you will be automatically entered to win our huge, big old Mother's Day extravaganza, wonderful giveaway basket, all kinds of fun stuff to be had for you from us and from a bunch of our other partner businesses. Again, all you have to do is head on over to iTunes and leave a review. If you wanted to check out any of the show notes or any of the details on any of the items in our giveaway, please head on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast 